Raiders is a team that we don't care for. Something, something, With Lord Lattimore Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Twitch broadcast of Something Something Broncos, uh, your Mile High Report podcast uh, coming at you with Tim Lynch and Lori Lattimore Volkman. We are both uh, we are both uh, Tim. You can be part of this, too. We are all three <laughs> contributors to Mile High Report. So, uh, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, the SB Nation. Um, uh, theme of the week uh, because uh, of the current pandemic, we you know you need a theme to get through. Um, and the theme of the week for SB Nation is uh, the best team to never win a Super Bowl. Uh, the the best Denver Broncos team to never win a Super Bowl. Uh, there are so many uh, to to pick from when you've lost as many Super Bowls as we have. Uh, but we have narrowed it down uh, to just a few uh, a, a few years. Uh, Tim, you you want to lay out those years for us? I mean, I think it's 1996 and 2012, but if we're including Super Bowl losing teams, Laura, you mentioned 2013, you know, 1977 is worth discussing. We could even discuss those teams, but I think when it comes down to the final one, we should pick one that never had a chance to actually play in the game, but it's just my opinion. So if you you were the AFC championship, you do not... Uh, count in this so far, and we, we might touch on that later. But but for now, just for the purposes of this debate, uh, if you were an AFC champion, we're going to set you aside for now. I know it's kind of depressing to talk about losing, but at the same time, it's kind of fun to, to talk about those seasons because they were great seasons. Um, and that's part of being a Broncos fan. It's dealing with the losses so that you can enjoy <laughs> the victories. <laughs> <laughs> That is that is the slogan for being a Broncos fan, I think. <laughs> it gets better sometimes. Hey, it could be, you know, like the Chiefs, it gets better once in your life generationally. Yeah, we have we have been pretty blessed to enjoy the Super Bowl three times at least within my life. So, all right, well let's start us off. Uh we'll start with 1996. Um it was uh it was the last year in the orange uniforms. Like, I mean, that first and foremost, it was uh uh, Mike Shanahan's first year, um, and uh, it was a heartbreaking year. That one, that one was weird. They started out twelve and one, and that they lost two of their last three, and one of them was a forty-one to six, just obliteration by Brett Favre. So that kind of has me feeling like maybe that squad would have had trouble beating the Packers in the Super Bowl when they were at their peak. And they needed that one more year to just everything to come together. So, but that Jacksonville Jaguars game, I was living in San Diego at the time. Um, My dad had a dot matrix printer and I used a lot of paper to print out banners saying how much I hated the Jacksonville Jaguars. The old old print shop on your, on your Apple IIe. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yeah, in in then, the biggest like, font possible, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And you're like, I'm gonna bold this, like, and it's yes. just your poor printer. That poor printer just like. My my, my dad did not appreciate seeing the f word all around my room. Oh. Because <laughs> I put it up as a banner. Brunel, Mark Brunel. Oh, 
I still he, he hate must have him. enjoyed the you using the f word uh, extensively <laughs> following the conclusion of that game. Oh, he he knows he knew to leave even when I was a teenager. Just stay away from Tim when he's watching the Broncos game, <laughs> especially if they're in the in the Super Bowl or in the playoffs. You don't you know things back then things didn't always go according to plan. And how so, do they go now? I mean, I'll, I'll rip up. Great. They won. They won two Super Bowl, three Super Bowls out of four. I mean, that's. I'll take those odds. The whole zero for four, and then having the best team you've ever seen in your life losing the first round. No, that's not good. I was actually in Florida watching that game. We went out to the beach and played football, and like <laughs> you know, just we're already celebrating the Broncos, you know, win. And then that second half was so depressing, and we had to go out to dinner. And we were not in Jacksonville, but we were still in northern Florida. So a bunch of bandwagon fans, all Jaguars fans at dinner. Our waitress was wearing, you know, they're all wearing the Jaguars garb. Like just total salt in the wound. It's awful. And Michael Dean Perry offsides. Uh, Gotta love it. <laughs> I just remember my dad being so upset. He's just, you know, he had suffered through those those three Super Bowl losses in the late 80s and, and and you know and he watched every damn minute of those. I remember coming upstairs during I think the 49ers Super Bowl and being like, "Dad, why are you still watching this?" You know. <laughs> He's just like, "You got to watch it so that when they win, it's all that much better." You know, and I was like, "Oh, you you're a sucker." Like <laughs> you got like this is over. You know, but but uh, those words, uh, you know, they stuck with me, like especially during the Seattle Seahawks uh, beatdown. I was like, you gotta, you gotta watch, you gotta watch them. Um, but yeah, I remember the 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 headline on the uh, Rocky Mountain News uh, the day after that game, and it just said, "Quick, XXIT for Super Bowl <laughs> Twenty One exit." I thought that was pretty clever, even then. Um, that is clever. Yeah, it's you know. I, 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 I don't know. In the moment, I mean, every a lot of Broncos fans point to that as like the most devastating loss, and and it uh, for me, I I don't know because that was like peak high school. Like I'm graduating like high school and all that stuff, and it's I graduated in like in the middle of the year in December, and so it was like I had a lot going on, and so I I didn't focus on that game as much, and so for me, for me. Like losing that game is not as 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 big as as losing, say, like some of the others. I mean, like <laughs> to me, the nineteen ninety six game was a huge bummer, big bummer. But I, I don't feel like it's the best. Like Tim said, I, I for the same reason. You know, we were thirteen and three, and we lost to a nine and seven Jaguars team by basically blowing it in the second half. So that wasn't probably the best team to never win. I definitely feel like twenty twelve and. As we were talking earlier, before the show, I I hadn't thought of this, but that 2005 team was stacked. I I almost feel like they they might they might have the edge. I don't know. And Jake Plummer had like the preemptive like full on like pandemic beard like pre pandemic like he was he was awesome like Jake Plummer yeah. was a freaking man in 2005 like right, let had... alone the kick butt defense. Right, and and we had Rod Smith too. Like you know, he never gets nearly enough credit for being such a good receiver for us. So, I that one's a tough one. But I I think we go ahead to 2012. You know that that team with Peyton Manning, 
Von Miller, like really everything except the our one cornerback or our one safety was really a stacked team. Yeah, they were. Um, I think let me. I had the stats for that actually. Um, because they were good on both sides. Like even the '96 Broncos were um, first in total offensive yards and rushing yards, and they were ranked fourth overall in total yards and first against the run. But the 2012 Broncos defense was third against both the run and the pass against the defense. So they had they had a stacked defense that year, and they won 11 straight. They were on fire. Uh, I think the Ravens were coming in at 10 and six. They had lost like four of their last five games, and their their wheels had just come off. And they freaking Joe Flacco Tebowed us. It was so it was so <laughs> terrible. Oh. Yeah, you had to. Had to sneak in old Timmy. <laughs> hey. hey, it's a live Twitch show. Pull Tim. Up Tim Tebow. Tim's <laughs> got to stick together, man. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, yeah, the 2012, I mean, it was, you know, it's Peyton Manning. It's that, uh, it, you know, it, it was it was the first year of Peyton Manning, and we got to see just how good that defense was without Tim Tebow. <laughs> yeah, I, I just um but yeah, I, I you know that was that was a tremendous season, and it was you know it it was it was before it was like Peyton Manning in his prime. It was like before the bottom fell out, you know, in in, in twenty fourteen. Like we didn't realize what a like a commodity uh, his arm was at the time, because I mean, if, if you look at him in twenty twelve, and certainly in twenty thirteen, um, and then you look at him in the latter half of of. Uh, 2014 and then into 2015 it's like you know a precipitous decline and so i mean it's just like you know get your popcorn ready it was it was uh it was a great it was it was great to have peyton manning it was can you imagine here here this is not a fair question or or a scenario but could you imagine if we had the 2012 offense with the 2015 defense like that would have been a dynasty team forever (laughs) for years with with Manning and DT. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think oh, John yeah, Fox. I think John yeah. Fox. Would... Lance Ball, Ronnie Hillman. <laughs> I just yeah, think. That's what I'm saying. We had, if Peyton Manning was peaking. He was like right before his peak in 2012. Because 2013 was amazing. But Not we had. Lewis. We couldn't keep. You know, <laughs> we had an offense that could score 50 points. We didn't have a defense that keep, you know that could really dominate. So we had, you know, we were just barely scoring more than another team, like the the Cowboys game. But if we had if we had that Von Miller, Demarcus Ware defense, and Peyton Manning when he was prime, and you know, like even Stokely and DT, like would <laughs> have just been amazing. You still would have had John Fox, though. That's what I was trying to. Well, I don't know. Do you have to? It, it, we didn't say which coach you take. We could. We could take Kubiak. If we're going to take the 2015 defense, let's take him. <laughs> let's Hell, let's take Mike Shanahan. We might as well just pick whatever coach yeah, we just, want, too. I mean, <laughs> if you had Mike Shanahan in his prime with Peyton Manning, I think Mike Shanahan was looking for a Peyton Manning, like, the last eight years of his career. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, well, you guys are also discounting the fact that for 14 games uh, during 2012, we also had Gronkowski, uh, which a lot of people don't remember. Uh, we had... We had the wrong Gronkowski. We had Chris <laughs> Gronkowski, uh, and uh, and he was terrible. <laughs> yes, we are forgetting that. <laughs> yes. Oh, 
Thank you. Are you are you looking at a roster right now? I am. I may be. Well, I, when you see the name Gronkowski, it, it jumps right up at you. That and Virgil Green, you, you know, remember him? He was gonna always be that pass catching tight end that we always wanted him to be. I, I can't stop looking at your Mike Lodish name. It's it's bugging me, but oh, nobody it, else can it, see it. Oh yeah, no. I so in our it. in our video conferencing software, Jess Place decided his name was going to be Mike Lodish for this call. Yeah. Love Mike. <laughs> Love him. Uh, yes well they can't see that so well i mean in my mind well, here, here real quick real quick how many receptions did virgil green have in 2012 pass catching tight end remember he was always going to be the pass 29 six okay yeah You're, i, was I lost closer. <laughs> 29. Six. He, didn't have, he didn't even have 29 targets i bet uh, he he was targeted six. He caught five. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah. so his percentage is quite good. See, oh, he oh. was a pass catching Stellar. tight end. We just didn't use him that way. Well, you know, <laughs> he. We will always remember him as the great charger. He. Here's another thing. Again, not part of this question exactly, but as much as I love Kubiak, love Kubiak, I feel like. In 2015, had he not tried so hard to impose his offense to, you know, make it that run first offense and just let Peyton Manning be who Peyton Manning was always going to be, we wouldn't have seen the drop off because Peyton Manning got injured, partly because he had to do some dumbass running offense all the time and not do his thing from, you know, from shotgun. So if we had let Peyton Manning be Peyton Manning, I think we might have had a different outcome you're talking to 2015. I would like I to interject. I mean, I know we, we still won. We still won in 2015. We still won, but I don't think I don't think I don't think Peyton Manning. I don't think it would have been as bad of a year for Peyton Manning if we hadn't tried to like force this particular offense. It was not his. Yeah, birthday. I mean, the fact that they won that Super Bowl was a miracle, amazing, and awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, I we needed Wade Phillips's defense with. John Fox's offense. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> no, Mike Shanahan's <laughs> offense with Peyton Manning and Wade Phillips' defense. <laughs> what what Lori means is Peyton Manning's offense. No right. coach That's needs right. to mean. Right. That's right. Who cares who the coach is? We just need Peyton Manning's offense. Just get Adam Gase back in there, you know. Mm. Right, because he'll just let yeah. What do you want to do next, Peyton? All right, let's do that. <laughs> That's my Adam Gase impersonation for everyone watching Twitch. Yeah. Oh. Well, and then, the, or, hey, all right, so 2012 was a disappointment. And I, I just want to say that when Raheem went up to try to uh, tip or intercept or, or do, when he, did, when he did what he did that caused us to lose, never mind the fact that Peyton Manning threw an interception to end the game. Uh, and that John Fox took a knee to take it over. Yeah, 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 he did. He did. Uh, <laughs> my my wife who doesn't watch very much uh football um was was sitting on the couch next to me when when that happened and she was just kind of like you know doing whatever and like it, it was just like oh of course they're gonna win and you know and i'm you know antsy and all that stuff and then um he catches the ball the the raven player i forget his name jerk and uh <laughs> And, and my wife kind of looks at me and she's like, oh, that's not good. And I'm like, <laughs> no, it's not good. No, it's not good. And then, yeah. And then that was it. Raheem that was the it. dream. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he was a. Uh, I guess he's probably the the success story of the limited uh, XFL uh, run from this year, huh? He he signed somewhere, didn't he? Like, uh, I I think the XFL doesn't. I'm gonna exist put you anymore. on the spot, Lori. Where did he sign? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even I couldn't even name an XFL team if you ask me. To. No, I I think he signed an NFL con- uh, contract. I... Jacoby Jones, John yeah. on chat, just let us know. Uh, or was it Jacoby Jones? <laughs> no. Man, now I don't even know. Well, this is <laughs> terrific. Okay, moving on. We don't know that stuff. It is Jacoby Jones. Talk. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Well. So I think we should talk about the 2005 team. Uh, okay. C- compare them to – because honestly, if you – other than you – know, you have Jake Plummer who was awesome, but comparing Jake Plummer to – Peyton Manning is not quite the same. But then that defense in 2005, you had Champ, you had Al Wilson. The Browncos. Yeah. 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 Well, you had you had uh, the swan song of, of one Bradley Van Pelt. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Jess, for always bringing it up. <laughs> oh, I love Bradley Van Pelt. You know, I, the reason why it's so memorable to me is because, um, again, I'm going to bring up my wife. That's twice. Drink everybody um uh i got engaged in san diego right before uh the final game of the year um and uh i was at the uh the the december 31st san diego chargers game uh where bradley van pelt was uh came into the game and then like proceeded to just like run crazy around around the field (laughs) it was like it's bradley van pelt oh my god it's amazing and it was also the game that uh, and and I remember it as John Lynch doing this, but I, I found out in later years it wasn't John Lynch that broke uh, Drew Brees uh, and caused him to be uh, summarily traded to uh, the uh, the Saints. And so this was also Drew Brees' last game uh, in San Diego, uh, and I was there. I saw it. Uh, I saw him get. I saw him get hurt. And, Ooh, and that, wasn't that the rotator cuff or something? Yeah, it was. Ugh. It was like nasty. Yeah, it yeah was, was... but it wasn't John Lynch who did it. It was someone else. I always thought it was, but it it wasn't. John I thought Lynch. it was John Lynch so, too. Um, I don't know, but it like that season. It, this is my, this is th- this is my season that I'm going to advocate for as being the greatest that we didn't win uh, an AFC championship or Super Bowl. Uh, it, it, it like that playoff game against the new england patriots was amazing it was so amazing like i mean even even the punter got in on it like i mean (laughs) how great is that like patriots fans are still mad about the champ bailey interception uh, on that pass intended for benjamin and they still love to try to point out that he didn't score a touchdown you didn't you know it's like it's like the freaking zabruder film like you you know like the the music city miracle hasn't been broken down as intensely as this like it's it's absolutely ridiculous that uh, just a few months ago, uh, our sister site, Pat's Pulpit, uh, published like the, their Zabruder breakdown on like the whole thing, and it was it was oh it was gosh. ridiculous. And and we all know <laughs> that those guys on the field got that call right. The ball was out at the one inch line. <laughs> yes, right. we do. That's right. But like That's right. that, you like Champ Bailey was at his peak then like that was a great that was a great defense al wilson ian gold i feel like the 2005 defense was as close to the 2015 defense that you could get because that team won every game it seemed like by a just they're just hanging on by a thread (laughs) 
Yeah. For 13 yeah. wins, and, it was you know, just I'll, like I'll by a thread. It didn't start off well either. <laughs> no. They booed off the field uh, with the, the Chargers, right? In the first half. And then they came out and won the game. Uh, in 2005, <laughs> like, I just got to say, like, there was a sports bar in my neighborhood. I lived in Hollywood, California at the time. Uh, it was called a Big Wings. It was a chicken wing place. Got to make that point very clear. It was very chicken wing oriented, called Big Wings. Um, they still open? And uh, no, they they closed a few years back, but they had a bunch of locations around Los Angeles. So, like, I think they just made a ton of money and were like, all right, sweet. We're good. Thanks. Bankrupt. <laughs> we just loot the place. Um, as they do. Uh, but uh, it, it was full of Broncos fans. They would uh, bring in big things of plywood and put them over the pool tables, and it was just, like, packed, and it was crazy. And and I uh, I may have uh, had a few drinks and was leading Broncos bar chants uh, in this <laughs> bar, uh, and it was, it was a tremendous amount of fun, especially because we won, and, you know, I'm thinking, Super Bowl, like, we're going to go Super Bowl. Uh, and we did not go to the Super Bowl, but it was a it was a damn good time. So for me, 2005, that is the the best team that didn't win the AFC Championship or Super Bowl. For me, for me, just for the AFC Championship. If, I, I have another one if we want to loop in Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do we have to vote? I don't know. I think I might go 2005 also. I'm going 2012. That team was just. If they'd gotten past the Ravens, they would have steamrolled all the way uh, for a championship that year. Because to the 49ers, I mean, come on, they weren't gonna—they weren't that good. Their defense was Wait, good, but just... Peyton would have just picked them apart and did his thing. Yeah, yeah. Before before I got uh, kicked off uh, by the NSA for speaking truth <laughs> about the Denver Broncos, I—I <laughs> uh, I gotta say uh, the the 2005. This is the other point I wanted to make about 2005 is that it started off very. Uh, horribly like I, do you guys remember like we played the Miami Dolphins and and I was at a different bar uh, in, in Hollywood <laughs> and I was there with some Packer friends of mine uh, and the Packers also lost their opener and I will never forget my my buddy he'd had vastly more to drink than I and he he was just he was just like digging the knife like into the table at at Hooters <laughs> like because we go to nice places big wings Hooters like we keep it real you know 2005 our options were very limited <laughs> um but yeah he was just like digging the knife into the table and and like that was what i remember and then uh and, and then it all turned around from there like we we won one two three four five in a row following that well the turnaround came at halftime in week two because they were down 14 nothing to the chargers at home that's right and they got booed off the field and they came out and just smothered that's the uh that's the john madden haha you gotta blow the carbon out like call <laughs> right where where champ bailey intercepted the pick and and went back and 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 the rest was history that season right yeah yeah they went on and you know they won a lot of games that after that also honorable Just, mention see, that's the thing when honorable mention the- Plummer okay. and Rod Smith and Champ Bailey, they deserved they deserved a championship for that <laughs> for that year. And and it also built the legend of uh, one of the, the arch villains uh, in Broncos history, Amani Toomer. Remember remember old Amani? Uh, twice he caught game winning touchdowns. Ninety eight, uh, right? They, yeah, in ninety eight that that killed uh, the uh, the perfect 13-0. season then. Yeah. 
And uh, <laughs> he also caught the game-winning touchdown uh, in uh, that game uh, in New York uh, in the final seconds to, 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 to beat the Broncos. So, Amani Toomer, I hate you. Bronco hate killer. You. <laughs> well, I no, think... I, and I've heard interviews with him, and he's like, oh, yeah, no, they, I, I, they hate me. I think so, the 2000... <laughs> I think the 2012 team completely demolishes the 2005 team. And I think they probably beat the 1996 Broncos too. So that's why I, I picked them. I just think they're, I think that's the best team that ever fielded that didn't make a Super Bowl for the Broncos. Um, well, you're wrong. I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm on an island of right, Jess. Uh, okay. <laughs> With a, yeah. We tried that one earlier today, too. Mm, survey says. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. So, honorable mention. I, I, for me, the greatest team that didn't win a Super Bowl has to be the, the 2013 Denver Broncos. They were the greatest offensive team in the history of the NFL. Like, Right? Like, can we at least agree on that? Hey, that nope. Oh, yes. And if we if we have Von Miller in that game, and um, and we and don't the have D- that Demarcus Ware and well, no, DJ but Ward. Von Miller, Von Miller, was and Chris hurt, Harris, right? Chris so, Harris, and Von Miller were not did not play in 2013 Super Bowl. Yeah, and also um, Ryan Clady. Yeah, they had Didn't a lot of people Quentin out. Quentin Jammer play for us in 2013 too. Like, so, like that. If we had had the guys yeah. that were on the team that just weren't hurt, like that that roster was. I agree. I mean, they they definitely. But since at first we were limiting to to teams that didn't make it to the Super Bowl. But if you're talking, if you're including those, I think 2013 is the is the team. I sure. disagree. I think. <laughs> I think wrong, it's Jim? the I think it's the 1977 <laughs> Broncos. Because that defense, they rarely gave up a touchdown or more in a game. And that offense turned the ball over eight times in the Super Bowl to the Cowboys, and they only gave up 27 points. Well, that was also because Craig Morton's leg was duct taped on. Like, I mean, he, he was in the hospital. Like, I, I, you know, I... I think if, if that team... with what we had then. If I that mean, offense I, didn't turn the ball over, they would have just... That defense just smothered that Cowboys team when it wasn't given a 13-yard field to work with because the offense kept turning the ball over. Um, but it that's, was, I, well, I, I can see your point, but I don't think as a total team, that offense and defense – I mean, the defense defense deserves it. I think that defense <laughs> – I'm, like, I'm going to pick a defense and I'm pick an offense in a different era and different coach. I'm going to commit, I'm gonna commit <laughs> blasphemy here and say that 77 Broncos defense would have – Legion of Boomed Pate Manning in that 2013 uh, squad. I'm just saying that 77 go defense is good. That. Why you got to go Legion? Because of that's what they did to him in the Super Bowl. Why you got to bring up that that bad memory? <laughs> Legion of Boom, Richard Sherman. You kidding me? Yeah, that defense doesn't get nearly enough credit in the you know in sort of the history of the NFL that it should. We we forget about it because we weren't a dynasty and we didn't win that Super Bowl. Not we don't forget, but the NFL forgets, and so that defense is amazing. But I don't, I don't know if you can. When an offense does turn the ball over eight times, I'm not sure you can argue that that was the greatest offense we could have 
had. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, know. It wasn't all because the Cowboys' defense. That was also just our. I love yeah. the 2013 Broncos. Don't get me wrong. That 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 was such a fun season. And if you just stop watching after they beat the Patriots in the in the championship game, <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. Well, which you have to because it's the very first play of the Super Bowl I know. that was awful. <laughs> I've seen the GIF millions of times on Twitter. I, I, just yay! Thank you. Yeah. Every time you get into a, a, a shit talk with the Seahawks fan, they they go, "Oh, look at this GIF I found on the internet," and and that just makes me want to just close the browser. Well, thankfully they they kind of crapped themselves a year later, so we that's always like a good rebuttal that we can always. Oh have. yeah, it's it's <laughs> yeah, great right. to root for the Patriots. Well, well, you don't have to root for the Patriots. To succeed, point out their dumbass mistake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give the ball to beast mode, whatever you do. Yeah, right. You're on the one-yard line. Don't run it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's like one of the only – like I can I can almost count on my uh, on one hand how many times I've rooted for the Patriots. It, it, <laughs> not counting every time – I mean I, I root for the Bills every time they play, and I'm regularly disappointed. Um, <laughs> like I, I, I find myself rooting for the Bills against the Patriots all the time, and – Every time I'm so just dis- I can't even imagine being a Bills fan. Like that, that is like that is like the worst. That's maybe. why you throw yourself on tables. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's why they throw <coughs> things on the field. Yeah, I, you know I it's mean, you know it's funny. I I was a low key. I liked the Patriots back in the '80s and '90s. I was a low key Patriots. No, you know I was a Bronco maniac, but I was like, no. ah, they're all right. And then, yeah, I I could never imagine. That's because they weren't a rival, like they. Were no, they weren't. They're like, oh, they went one in fifteen. I feel so bad for them. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's probably the that. same reason I'm a low key Browns fan because I just I feel bad. I feel I rooted, bad. For I them. rooted for the Patriots in the Tuck game against against the Raiders. Always. I mean, clearly. Yeah, I mean that's a no brainer. And then I rooted for him against Seattle because I was still, still I butthurt. I didn't want to, and then I, I ended up doing him. it. <laughs> I rooted against the, them. I mean, I rooted for them against the Chiefs last year. Yeah, me too. Division <sighs> rivals trump everything in terms yeah, that's of. That's right. They do. Yeah. They that's do. a tough one. I, yeah. I, I. Well, I live here in Patriots country, so it's. I mean, to I be know. honest, <laughs> I, I tuned out football right around when it was Chiefs Patriots, and I was like. I'm going into lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> early, early pandemic lockdown. Yep. Mode. Hmm. Well, uh, so all right, so we are, we've, we're at consensus. Uh, Tim is wrong, and um... 2012 is is way better than I 2005. Can't I'm still going with my mix and match teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, so do we have a uh, do we have a mystery question? Should we come up with one on the fly since since uh, we're doing it? Lori, do you have anything exciting? Hey, don't ask, don't ask me. Don't come on. <laughs> are, are there is there anybody Who's watching? Who's Mike the Lodish? Tw- yeah. <laughs> I'll tell. You, okay. All right. Here we go. I'm gonna bring. So I'm gonna bring it full circle because I talked about proposing to my wife. Are you ready? Uh, at my wedding, I named all the tables after Denver Broncos, and so my, my wife went to college in Van, at Vanderbilt, and so this is you know Jay Cutler era. So there was like a Jay Cutler table, a Shannon Sharp table, an Elway table, and then the reason why Mike Lodish is so funny is because my dad's coworker and him used to um, 
like joke about Mike Lodish and, and, and like what a valuable addition he was. To the <laughs> I, I believe, I believe he was an offensive lineman uh, unheralded, like, you know, kind of just kind of like this journeyman guy that came in and was there for the two Super Bowls and then vanished. But, um, and so as a joke, uh, at my oh, at my me. wedding, I had a Mike Lodish table that I sat my dad's coworker at. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I had an Orange Crush table. I had uh, I had a Three Amigos table. Oh, um, nice! Yeah, and it was in Seattle where we were married. So it, my wife's uh, fr- high school friends came up to me like, "Why don't you have any Seahawks tables?" I'm like, "Who is that? I'm not a Seahawks fan." <laughs> You can do Seahawks at your wedding. Was your groom's cake a Bronco cake? It was not. No, it was it was this green monstrosity that didn't tie into the <laughs> wedding. And and our ring bearer actually was caught punching the cake moments before we cut it. And uh, and punching so, it, punching it like full on like I mean there's like like little fist prints in the cake. So oh my so goodness. There you go. So there, there's a Mike Lodish story for you. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Well, that's all I've got. Are, are we done? Should we put a capper on this? Yeah. Let's do it. I think okay. we're good. Well, you I have think have been listening to Something Something Broncos, a feature of milehighreport.com. Uh, uh, you can listen to Lori Lattimore Volkman, uh, Tim Lynch, and myself uh, every Thursday or sometimes Wednesday, maybe Friday, or not at all, uh, as uh, the case may be. Uh, however, you can subscribe to our uh, podcast wherever you get your podcasts, uh, Spotify, uh, uh, Apple, whatever it's called, and uh, uh, iHeart something and Pandora, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but please do read our stuff on milehighreport.com. We are all contributors, and um, we like the Denver Broncos. A correction on the reporting of the foul. Both teams were on the – both up, both fouls were on the kicking team. Was that week two? Oh, Jess is frozen. Yeah. We've lost <laughs> Jess. He's gone. Oh, no. Oh, he's back. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> he's just making funny faces at us. <laughs> he's gone again. Internet. Yeah. Everybody's online. Anyway. Well, he'll come back at some point. Yeah, <laughs> he needs to you disconnect. Know, he'll come back and he's going to talk about like 1967 Broncos suit. So we just leave him frozen for a little while. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> no, he's, back. he's back. Oh, I missed you guys. I thought I was I was here by myself in my basement. Your video's oh, frozen well, still. No. I, I I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> so so what did i miss how are you guys doing which i just told him you're probably going to come back and want to talk about the 1967 broncos or some you oh know, my god really early Floyd year Middle. running running rampant <laughs> See? In the backfield. he's yeah, totally there frozen is he frozen on your screen am i frozen i'm not here. now no he's no. here i gotta refresh then you've been listening to something something bronco a feature of MileHighReport.com with Lori Lenamore Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Get involved in the conversation at MileHighReport.com.